The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Tony Turner. She's the president of Trendstar Group and also the author of a new book called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with the Gains Master Approach. Welcome to the show, Tony. Thank you for having me. Let's just start with a little bit of your background and how you became the technical analyst you are and the author in this case. Okay. So tell us about your background. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, <clears throat> I started investing in 1991, and um, I, when I started investing back then, I totally fell in love with the stock market. And uh, I, I just thought it was a fantastic place. The more I got into it, the more I enjoyed it, and I studied it quite a lot, uh, or every day, I should say. And um, then back in about 1997, I'm going to say 1996, 1997, uh, there was a, a stock called Lucent, I think a lot of people might remember, and that stock was making, it would go up more than a point many, many days, and I said to my stockbroker, and we talked quite a bit back then because he was teaching me about the markets, what if I just bought Lucent in the morning and we sold it in the afternoon? Uh, and he said, no, uh, that wouldn't be a good thing to do, but that that idea had made me start paying attention to the world of trading that, of course, the day traders started uh, back then coming into the forefront of the news and the media. So I, I did get into uh, day trading. As, as I say in my prior books, my earlier books, I did get my clock cleaned. <laughs> I did lose a lot of money. Uh, and, and, and then I, I moved to New York, and I studied intently um, how the market works, which is an advantage that I will say some traders have over investors is that trading forces you to learn how the market works. And so I had to make back that money one trade at a time. And in doing so, I learned, uh, of course, a lot of people wouldn't want to go that way, and I don't suggest it, but I, I did learn a terrific amount about the market and how it works. Now we combine fundamental analysis with technical analysis to come up with the best opportunities, and, and I really think this is the right way to go. So for the average person who maybe, you know, they've got a job, they can't spend full time doing fundamental yeah. and technical analysis, um, you, you say at the beginning of your book, uh, you hold the power, meaning you, the investor, hold the power. How can the average person who's not going to spend full time doing fundamental and technical analysis be able to really do well in the stock market? We gave in that book, uh, my co-author Gordon and I gave several instances of how uh, – People who and, and most of us don't, or most people don't have time to, to gain the knowledge that we've gained. 
Uh, we gave them very, very simple um, guidelines and tools to use. It, it would help anyone, Jordan, to learn how to read a simple line chart. And it's merely, it's a price chart. It's the closing prices each day, for example, of a stock or an index. And it really, it, it's really not hard to do. Is the line going up or is the line going down? And that's what I explain in my book. Then we give you a simple moving average that anyone can access, certainly on most free charting software and, of course, on, on software from your broker or if, if you actually you know, go out and download uh, independent software, charting software. We show uh, our readers how to use one simple moving average, and that with a couple of other uh, indicators or, or, or or criteria say, is this market a go market where you want to invest or is it a stop market? Does it have a go sign or a stop sign? And we did this for people who don't have time. And, and I think it's straightforward. I, I, a neighbor, I gave the book to a neighbor about four doors down from where I live. He's an IT guy. He, leads, he works very long hours. Uh, and he said, I love, and, and, and he said, I love this book. And he said it with no prompt. And he said, you made it so clear. All I have to do is watch the signals you gave and I can tell, you know, whether to be in, whether to be out. And, and we do talk in our gains master appro approach, um, about four, uh, the four, um, our approaches or criteria that you want to use looking at the market and, and using this uh, go and stop sign market. And I think if you, yes, it takes a little work to, to I'm not going to say that this is easy. Were it easy, everybody would be doing it. But it's an approach that people who do want to learn a little more about the market can use with our stop and go signals and combine it with the gains master approach. You should be able to, once you get it down, and it's not that hard, uh, in fact, it's pretty simple. You should be able to just look at your account once every two weeks, three weeks, a month, depends on your goals and objectives. You talk about news, the impact of news, and there's so much news coming out constantly, a constant flow of news, positive and negative, about the economy, about individual stocks. How can, again, the average person uh, know what to pay attention to and use the news in their favor and not get swung emotionally up and down by the news flow all the time? I think that by sticking to watching price, you know, price is the single all-time, uh, uh, it, it's the end of the road, it's the final word, it's the buck ends here kind of thing. And some, many times, you're right, the, the news can be absolutely scary. It can, it, you can think, oh, my gosh, the market's going to fall. And the market won't fall because maybe for reasons we don't know, the market doesn't care about this particular event. When we think it should fall, it shouldn't. And, and so that's why we talk about this 12-month moving average in the S&P 500. If it stays above that 12-month moving average, then, then that's it. You don't take the news into into consideration now if it starts to fall uh and and there's certainly um news that affects the safety of our country i'm going to say uh that is certainly key and 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 that's important and i i wouldn't be putting on new positions if if and and god forbid that we get some 
some event like that. Uh, but uh, otherwise, I watch that 12-month moving average, and if the S&P stays above it and our stocks stay above it, uh, that's really all you need to look at because price has the final word. You talk about this being the global financial markets community affair. Uh, are you recommending that people buy stocks around the world just as much as U.S. domestic stocks? Uh, I think you have to be selective there. I've heard over and over that Europe's problems are solved, but then I think they're not. <laughs> I don't think they're solved. I think you have to be selective there, and, and, and I think that, that probably uh, if people want to go more global, and, and sure, it's a good idea, I think they should maybe pay attention to exchange-traded funds that offer those, those opportunities that offer – I mean, exchange-traded funds are, by their very nature, they diversify for you. So uh, there is one uh, exchange-traded fund that I like for uh, emerging markets. It's the, and, and I'm not saying to buy it right now, but it's one I like, uh, the PowerShares ETF Trust, uh, symbol PIE. Uh, it's emerging markets ETF, uh, like the word like the word pie, P-I-E. Uh, I, I, I like. I'm not saying to buy it here. I do like that particular ETF. I don't think they're all created equal, but uh, getting into emerging markets, getting in. I, I think instead of single stocks, I would tend to go toward exchange traded funds to invest overseas. You have a whole section on the benefits of staying in the U.S. What are some of the big benefits of investing in the U.S. market? I like investing in the U.S. market because, I mean, I have a feel for this market, obviously. We're, we're immersed in, 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 in our own news, so to speak. Uh, I, I think right now, in particular, at this period of time, uh, we are the we are the leader in global global economy. I also see signs of manufacturing coming back to the U.S. Uh, there's a lot of talk about global uh, about a U.S. renaissance in manufacturing. Uh, it, it's just I think that with with about 9,000 stocks equities on our on our U.S. markets, uh, certainly all the exchange traded funds that are to offer here. Uh, for for myself, I have a better feel for it, and I'm not saying that one shouldn't diversify again and go into uh, more global markets. But I like to stay with what I know, Jordan, uh, and 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 I'm more comfortable. I can make just as much money in a company here uh, that's well chosen, that maybe pays a dividend, and you go in with the proper fundamentals and technicals. Uh, I think we can just do just as well here as as we can to go in uh, overseas when we're not familiar with the culture, the territory, the way they do things, or how their how their government works. You also like the convenience and liquidity of the U.S. market compared to other places. Yes, I do. I do, and and the liquidity is a is 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 definitely a factor. And, and, of course, convenience is a factor. And, and just being able to wake up in the morning and know what the news is here without having to do much, uh, I, I, think, I, I think the U.S. is the place to be right now. You talk about bubbles and belly punches, the challenges yeah. and risks. What are the bubbles and what are the belly punches that people should watch out for in getting into the market? Well, uh, 
I think I talked about, well, I know I talked about cycles. Cycles are so very, very important. Our entire universe as we know it moves in a secular fashion. Uh, the, 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 the earth goes around the sun, the moon goes around the earth, and so forth. There are no straight lines in nature. It's only human beings who make them. Just so, industrialized economies uh, move in cycles. They move up and down. They move from bull markets to bear markets. Uh, that's just the way our universe operates. And sometimes when the markets get overheated, they run up into a bubble, uh, or, or, or they start to move parabolically, moving. And, and in some cases, we could say there's little mini bubbles out there right now, uh, and, and they move too high. And the very simple fact is people are going to take profits. Uh, certainly the institutions are going to come in and take profits when they've made 20 25% or more, and that quite naturally rolls the markets over. Belly punches can be delivered by rising interest rates. Uh, belly can, bunches can be de- that I talked about in the book can be delivered by exogenous shocks that come in that we don't expect, like maybe the tsunami in Japan, uh, which of course was a, it was was nasty. It was quick, but it affected many many countries across the globe. Um, and um, uh, those kinds of events like that, and, and the kinds of uh, the BP oil spill was another one. Uh, again, rising interest rates, those kinds of things develop, they, they can deliver belly punches to, uh, to our markets. And, and, so, and just so, we move in cycles. Bubbles get too high, they burst, they come back down. We've seen it over and over again. Uh, it, it, it's, the way, it's the way of the world. And uh, that's why people need to really create their own rules around the stock market. You see, the stock market has no time boundaries. It actually lives in our minds. And, and we can say that maybe the, um, we, we can say, well, Halliburton, which of course is an, a huge uh, uh, oil company, or ExxonMobil, we can say how would, how would the fundamentals of, of Halliburton or Exxon change over the weekend? Well, Maybe they wouldn't, but if there were saber-rattling in the Middle East and all of a sudden and we thought there was something going on there that would, uh, God forbid, cause some kind of a war to, to erupt, that would make the price of oil go up. And, and it would go up virtually in our minds, but over the weekend, and the price of oil would be higher at the open on Monday than it was on the close on Friday. Those kinds of things can, can take a market higher very, very quickly. So you have to establish, you have to, as my co-author says, you have to start with yourself. You have to make your own rules. You have to make your own boundaries when you come into the stock market and, 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 and treat it from your point of view, your objective, and not get jostled around by day-to-day headlines and um, uh, day-to-day Who's doing what to whom, and because they can they can turn out to be really quick events that don't really matter, uh, and, and you don't want to just get you don't want to get whipsawed as we say in the market. So yes, the market rises and falls. The op- market operates on cycles. There will be profit taking. The market will move down. It will move up. It has an upside bias, of course, as we know, 
And again, it's important for people to bring their own goals, their own objectives, their own risk tolerance into the market when they come. And that's actually the first point of our Gains Master approach. All right, we're going to get into that in more detail after the break. Uh, We're going to go to a break now. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest today is Tony Turner. Uh, She's the president of Trendstar Group. Uh, She's also the author of a new book called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with the Gains Master Approach. We'll be back after this. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. For strategies, stories, and much more, tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Tony Turner, president of Trendstar Group, also the author of a new book called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with a Gains Master Approach. Welcome back to the show, Tony. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, Before we get into it, just tell people your website and uh, how they can find out and what are they going to find at that website. Yes, uh, my website is my name, Tony with an I, so it's TonyTurner.com. If they go to the upper right-hand corner of the homepage, they can sign up for my free newsletter. I do a Market Now video uh, every Friday that goes that will be delivered to them on Saturday morning. And it's an update of the market, where I think the market's going to go next. Uh, The website is full of a lot of free information about the stock market and, of course, uh, some some DVDs and products that that they can use to further their education. Also talks about Tony's Market Club, which we hold every Tuesday. A great group of people from all over the world, actually. And um, we do a lot of charts there, what side of the market to be on, many trading lessons, and stocks and ETFs that could be ripe for high potential trades. So it's all good, and we welcome anyone who'd like to go there and investigate. And then do you have a paid service as well? Uh, Tony's Market Club is a paid service uh, that, that we do every Tuesday. And uh, the other products are uh, DVDs and 
uh, recorded online seminars that people can download or upload, I think I should say, uh, and, and, and use right away. All of my products are educational to the stock market. Very good. Okay, now you have what you call the Gains Master approach, and you right. say there are four keys to the Gains Master approach. What is the first key of that approach? The first key of that approach is to identify your objectives. Who are you in the market? Uh, I, I think people go into the market so many times, Jordan, they get, they get a hot tip from a cab driver or <laughs> something like that. And actually, it all needs to be a plan. It doesn't have to be a complicated plan. It can be on the back of an envelope. But you need to know, number one, what is your time horizon uh, before you retire? So you've got to look to, you know, if you're if you're 35 or 40, obviously you can stand more risk in the market than if you're 55 or 60 and looking to retire within 5 or 10 years. Uh, and, and we tell people how to do that and invest to win so that you're, 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 you plan, you take what you need, as I said, your objectives, your risk, your timeline, you just write them down, what are they? And uh, that is the very first step to identify your goals, your objectives, your risk, your timeline. And so you, you need to come to the market on your terms, not the market's terms. So that's the first step. And what is the second key to the Gains Master approach? Uh, the second key to, to the Gains Master approach is evaluating the market's conditions. Again, Gordon and I think that too many times people jump into the market, maybe the cab driver gave them a hot tip or the barber, and they don't look at what the market's doing. Uh, they just jump in. Now, if you're in a bull market and everything's going well, that's just fine. But if the market is, is, is rotating down and, and, and has fallen below that 12-month moving average I've talked about, you don't, in the same way that you don't want to go to a picnic when it's pouring rain, uh, you don't want to get into the stock market when it's in a rotten mood. So we evaluate the market conditions, and we say, is this a go market where you get in, or is it a stop market? Is it, is it raining outside, and you want to wait for a little while to, to see where it's going to bottom out? Uh, so evaluating the market's conditions, is it a go market or a stop market, uh, that's what we do in the second key, to turn the second key. And then the third key is what? The third key is to pinpoint your investing opportunities. So you've got your plan, you know where the market is, and or if it's in a good mood or bad mood, go or stop. Then you go in and say, okay, I've got, I, I, I'm 40 years old. I have a long time to go till I retire. So I can get into growth stocks. I can get into the stocks that are carry higher risk. That, that, that could give me more bang for my buck because I can, you know, I'm, oh, I'm young enough to handle market downturns uh, and, and wait for the market to start back up again. Uh, however, if you're 62 years old, maybe you say, well, no, I'm not going to get into the high flyers right here. I'm going to just get into the S&P 500 index, maybe an exchange-traded fund that follows it. Or maybe I'm going to head mostly to bonds right now uh, or certainly to value stocks, quiet stocks that pay dividends. So you, you, pin, you just look at what, I mean, after all, for goodness sakes, Gordon, um, Jordan, I'm, I'm sorry, um, if, if, if you're a 62-year-old man 
I mean, you're not going to go into a, 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 a store and, and buy a shirt covered with, with rhinestones. Uh, in, in the same way, we want to buy stocks and ETFs that, that match our objectives and goals. So we pinpoint our opportunities. We make sure they fit where we want to go, and I, we explain that in the book, which ones go where, when. Uh, and, and then you're in the right thing, and, and in the right thing at the right time. And, and that's so important. So that's key number three. And what is the fourth key? The fourth key is something that uh, I saw neglected in the market downturn of 2008-2009, just with my friends. Uh, we'd be going out to dinner. You remember the market, of course, fell like a stone during that time. And my friends, and of course, um, they would say to me, we don't know where to get out, we don't know when to get out, and I'm not in the habit of giving investing advice in a social situation. But people didn't know what to do. Once you get, once you purchase a stock or an exchange-traded fund, whatever it is, you need to know what is your what is your ability to handle risk? What is the the, the most you can lose in your account and still sleep at night? Uh, as well, uh, you can just put that twelve week moving average on any chart of any stock or ETF, and if it falls below it, you can sell it. <laughs> I mean, just you you don't you don't have to to ride the market all the way down in severe bear markets like we experienced in 2008 and 9 and even in the year 2001-2002. It's just not necessary for investors to give back uh, the gains they've made in, in the past few years, especially if those investors are over the age of, say, 55 or 60. There's no reason for it. We can. You have to manage your risk. It's not rocket science. We show you how to do it, but I think it's very important. Do you think people should be doing stop-loss orders uh, as a kind of disciplined way to get out when things are going down? I do. I do. And I think uh, it, it, it's the, it, it is our approach. I know there's a lot of pros and cons uh, directed at protective stop orders. Uh, for me, I couldn't sleep at night if I were not protecting the capital that I've worked so hard to earn. Uh, and and, and I, I can't go in blind and I can't not. I mean, look, we, ha we put insurance on our homes. We put insurance on our cars. We put insurance. We have health insurance. Why wouldn't we put insurance, meaning a, a protective stop, on, on, on our money? I mean, it just makes perfect sense to me. So that is our line of reasoning. And certainly people can adjust them according to uh, how loose or how tight they want to make them. Uh, this is certainly totally an individual thing. But for goodness sakes, there's no sense in, in giving it all back, in my opinion. You have a whole chapter on what you call reading the market's mood, uh, various charts. What are some of the key ways you can read the market's mood, and once you understand the mood, uh, how can you take advantage of that? Well, we talk about the market's mood again with our stop-and-go markets. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Right now, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, <clears throat> on the S&P 500, 
Uh, if we all know, I think, that this market's been in an uptrend virtually, well, this year and since the middle of November of last year, and it's done very, very nicely. Uh, Gordon and I both use an indicator on our charts. Again, it's very simple, called the average true range. It's just a line indicator, and, and it moves up. If the average true range, meaning the amplitude of where the price trades during the day, if, if, if price makes wider and wider swings during the day, it simply means the bulls and the bears are fighting. Uh, and, and, and when the bulls and the bears start to fight, that can indicate the market's going to pull back. Now, currently, the average true range is falling, which is a good thing. It means the bulls and bears aren't fighting. It doesn't mean the market can't go down, but the average true range on the S&P 500 uh, right now has been falling, and it, it just means that there's, there doesn't seem to be anyone out there selling the market. It will happen, uh, but there isn't right now. So that is actually it's a positive sign un, until the market starts starts coming in. So the average true range is quiet right now. That's a good sign. Uh, we also look to see if utilities, and you can look at the utilities by simply uh, uh, typing in the XLU. That's an e utilities ETF, which, by the way, has been a great investment. Uh, the utilities exchange-traded fund, symbol XLU. Uh, that, we say, if that's moving higher uh, and, and making new highs higher than percentage-wise than the S&P 500, then we say the market is getting very, very defensive. But, but the utilities haven't done that quite as yet. So uh, the utilities, in fact, right now are, had moved down in the last couple of weeks, and they've done it because the growth stocks, the glamour stocks, the, um, the uh, Googles of the world and, and the Amazons of the world uh, have just presented brighter opportunities than boring old utility stocks. Okay, very good. We have to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest uh, this hour is Tony Turner, uh, president of Trendstar Group, and her new book is called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with the Gains Master Approach. We'll be back after this. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. 
For strategies, stories, and much more, tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Tony Turner, president of Trendstar Group. Uh, her new book is called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with the Gains Master Approach, which we uh, just heard about. Her website is TonyTurner.com. Welcome back to the show, Tony. Thank you, Jordan. You have a whole chapter on different kinds of charts and how to read charts and so on. So even though it's a visual thing in the book, I want to just give people a sense uh, of what are some of the things there. So you start with simple line charts. Uh, What are some of the things people should know in, in looking at simple line charts? Well, a line chart is basically uh, a single line, as you can imagine, uh, on a chart. Uh, time, you're, you're reading a, a price history. And, you know, they say that if you know where someone's been, you can sometimes figure out or project where they're going to go. Just so, too, you can look at a stock's price chart and, and get a sense of, of how it trades if it's if it's orderly price movements or if it's unpredictable, and I think that's important for people to know. Now, if you're looking at a line chart, a daily line chart is simply uh, the closing price of each day's uh, price action, the closing price connected by a single line. And the closing price is the most important price of the day. So uh, you just watch that single line, and it's really the easiest way to to do technical analysis, and most people who are investors, they don't have to go any farther this, than this. Now, if you're watching a weekly line chart, it simply means that the closing price of every Friday's trading, in the closing price, uh, is connected by a single line to the next Friday's closing price to the next Friday's closing price. So a single line will tell you, and the Friday close is also an extremely important number because that's where the commitment comes in. If investors and traders are willing to hold a stock over the weekend, that's demonstrated in the Friday night close if it's up or down. Uh, then now, two, should people look at uh, daily or weekly? Is depending on what their outlook is as to how what the time frame. If they're looking longer term, they should look at monthly charts or daily charts. If they're trading more, how should they know which chart to look at or what time period? I, I think that uh, that 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 investors who don't care about keeping up with their investments on a daily basis, I think they can use weekly or monthly line charts 
and I think that's just fine. Is the line going up, as I'm fond of saying, or is the line going down? And you know, up is good and down is bad, and I'm going to make it that simple. <laughs> now, the next one you have are bar charts. Explain briefly what a bar chart is and how people should use those. Well, bar charts are, uh, I'm going to call them the old-fashioned, but I'm sure a lot of people don't think so. A bar chart is simply, that includes the, the high, low, open, and close of each day or each week or each month, depending on the time frame you're looking at. So the high, low, open, and close are included, and of course, the, the main part of the bar is just a black line where the high is the high of the bar, if you can imagine, and the low is the down at the bottom is represented by the, the low, and then uh, the little projection perpendicular on the left side is the open, and the little projection on the right side is the closing price. So you can see where the stock went during that day, or if you're using a monthly bar chart, uh, the highs and lows of that particular month, uh, and, and the open and closing prices of that particular month, the same thing with a week. <clears throat> and that just gives you more detail. Uh, more close-up detail of, of, of where that stock has been. And then if you take that to a candle chart, which I talked about in the book and I think you mentioned, uh, all you do is you simply close in the, the, uh, the space between the open and close, make it into a rectangle, and uh, that it, it's kind of hard to talk about on a... Uh, to talk about and not show, but it also has high, low, open, and close. The high and low, it's still a bar, but if you close in the open and closing prices with a little rectangle, and you can color it green if the price closes above the opening price, and you can color it red if prices close below the opening price, then you can get uh, a real sense of, of much more detail as to where that stock's been. And candles... Actually, uh, my very good friend Steve Nissen is um, is the is like the father of candlesticks. He brought the, the chap candlesticks. Excuse me, originated in Japan back in the 11th, 12th century, and uh, Japanese traders uh, really, and one trader in particular, really, really created these candles. And Steve Nissen had the books translated and brought to the West. They form actual patterns that can help us. Uh, uh, project where price might go next. You also have what you call the cycle formation. Just tell us briefly what the aspects are of the cycle. We have accumulation, distribution, and uh, so on. Just briefly kind of go through what that would, would be like. Well, if, if, if everybody out there can think of, uh, um, let's see how I put this, uh, a, a line, uh, a cycle where Say it, it, oh goodness, say it starts in a trough, it starts in a trough, that is stage one and that's called um, the basing action or the accumulation. Now if you take that line and move it up, this is going to end up being a big curve, but if you take it and move it up and start up the left side of this curve, that's called the uh, markup phase and we're talking about price here. So we're talking about the markup phase of, of say, a stock. Uh, so the markup phase is the uptrend at stage two. It's where we want to play. It's where we want to be when a stock keeps making higher lows and higher highs. 
at some point in time, this could take months. It could take years. Uh, the stock will move up and, and make, move, make up to what we call a topping pattern, the high of the curve, the high where it starts to roll over. This is called the distribution phase, and this is where instru- uh, 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 institutions, uh, the big guys with the money, and, and certainly in individual investors start to sell a stock or a market. They say it's too high, and uh, it, it's the topping phase um, for that particular time. Then the, the stock will, say, start to sell off. Perhaps the market, perhaps the economy is going into kind of a pullback, or some people are saying the economy's overheated. We're going into a recessionary phase. Maybe interest rates are too high. Maybe energy prices are too high. So on this curve, we start to roll down the right side of it. And as we roll down, that's stage three, we call it. That is the markdown phase. That's when stocks go on sale. That's when defensive stocks come in and the real high flyers get creamed. Uh, That's when companies stop hiring. That's when... um, Again, it looks like more of a recessionary environment in in the economic terms or the stock is simply selling off. I mean, you can see this on Apple right now, that downward move. Then at last, uh, that curve will come down, make another trough, uh, and we're back into the accumulation stage, and this cycle starts all over again. So it it has four different parts to it. The base accumulation, stage one, the rise, which is markup, the topping action, which is distribution, meaning selling, and the markdown when the real um, selling takes place, and then so the can, cycle starts all over. <laughs> can you look at almost any chart and see right now where you are in those four phases? I uh, you you can't exa- you can in the short term absolutely you can see where you are in these phases in the short term, uh, but. And in, in, in that, that's where this gets a little more, um, oh, goodness. This, is, this takes a little more experience to see. Uh, you can see it after. Certainly, uh, we can see it in the S&P 500. There are very, very clear cycles that we put in charts in the book that show you exactly when they took place and how. But when, the, when it's making that topping action sometimes, uh, and, and we think it's a top, and, and that could even be coming up real soon right now in the S&P 500, uh, once in a while it just moves down a little bit and then shoots higher again. So what appeared to be a top was not. It was simply a consolidation period. You have to wait for price and the market to tell you and observe it and then respond. Uh, trying to guess ahead of time sometimes can get people in trouble. Very good. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. I'm speaking with Tony Turner. Uh, her website is Tony Turner, T-O-N-I, Turner.com. Uh, her new book is called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with the Gains Master Approach. We're talking about technical analysis, fundamental analysis. It's really not that hard to learn about these things and really do better with your own investments. We'll be back after this.
stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Is your business model robust enough? In today's ever-changing business environment, people are working to transform themselves, their futures, and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lynn. To stay ahead of the game in business, you have to constantly reinvent yourself and your organization. With Nancy's experience and that of her guest experts, you'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention, live every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. In sales, are you a lion or a vulture? Lions don't wait, they just go for it. Vultures hang around until the lions are finished and just pick up the scraps. How can you set yourself apart as a lion? Join the other aspiring sales lions and listen to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with host Ty Maynard. You'll learn the tips and strategies of top sales professionals. You'll gain more clients at a faster rate and at higher margins. If you're a sales professional, business owner, or executive, listen in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Tony Turner, our president of Trendstar Group. Uh, she's also the author of a new book called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with a Gains Master Approach. Her website is Tony with an I, Turner.com. Welcome back to the show, Tony. Thank you, Jordan. We were talking about the different charts and so on. Another important one for people to understand is the moving average. So briefly describe what that is and how people can use that. A moving average uh, is a single line indicator. It's totally, totally easy. Uh, a moving average is a single line indicator in which, uh, like if you have a 12-month moving average, that means that if you were to calculate it, and our computers do it for us now, but if you were to calculate it, you would add up the closing prices of the last 12 months, we'll say of a stock, and then you would divide that number by 12 and you would put a dot on the chart. And in the old days, uh, the, the chartist did just that. And then when the next month comes along and finishes, you drop off the oldest month, add on the newest month's closing price, uh, add up the, the, pri- the 12 months again, divide by 12, put another dot on the chart, and connect them with a single line. And that's how you get a moving average. And what it really is, is a, 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 a indicator or a single line that shows you 
the, the average movement of a stock's price. And, and basically, again, we have, is it moving up? Up is good. Down is bad. Uh, up or sideways is okay. Horizontally moving is okay. And, and that's what you want. And it, it, what it does is it gives you a guideline. It tells you if the stock is, it, it tells you quickly, it confirms if a stock is moving uh, in an orderly, successful manner to the upside. And you can use this line, this moving average, uh, it acts often as support, meaning uh, the stock will move down to it and then bounce off of it. It, it acts like a magnet many times. To, and, and so as, you can say to yourself, as long as my stock is trading above this moving average, then I'll keep it. And, and some people will say, but if it falls below that moving average, I'm going to sell it. And, and, and that's valid, and that's valid. So uh, that's how we use moving averages. Okay, very good. Um, now, you picked some individual stocks. Uh, there are two you're particularly interested in right now. Tell me about them, but not only the stocks themselves, but how you use the tools we've been talking about so far uh, to pick them. The first one is in the electronic instrument business. Tell me about that one. Right. Amatech, uh, symbol A-M-E, is a global manufacturer of electronic instruments, electronic Excuse me, I get tongue-tied on this one. Electromechanical devices. Uh, they're a global company. Uh, what I like about them is they sell to they sell to a very diversified group of markets, uh, including aerospace, including food service, industrial, power, mass, mass transit, so forth. Their fundamentals look good. Uh, they pay a very modest dividend of 0.58 percent, I believe. Uh, and, and as well, Amatech's been trading in an uptrend, making higher highs and higher lows. Uh, since 2009, it dipped slightly in 2011, and now it's continued to move up over its 12-month moving average for quite some time. Uh, so as long as it's moving above that 12-month moving average and it looks strong, now there's one more factor we're taking into consideration here. It looks like it could if the uptrend continues, move above its current uh, price range, above $43.84. If it does that, it's what we call in blue sky territory. Then it doesn't have, uh, it doesn't have prior price action to maybe give it direction. It's just like on its own. And that can, that can be a very good thing. That can be a very profitable thing. So you, let, if it, you, let, you would only sell it if it went back below its moving average, basically, is what you're looking for there. Below right? its moving average. And uh, I can tell you right now it's 12-month um, moving average is $37.90. So that's a big drop. That's a big drop. And people who get in here now may want to put a tighter stop on it than that to get started. In fact, I would because that is a big drop. So you, have another, you have another choice. We're running out of time. You have another choice in the clothing business. What is your choice there? And again, why did you pick it? Yeah, we're looking at Ann. Uh, Ann is the the symbol is Ann. It's Ann Incorporated. Uh, it is just now. It has not quite yet today moved up over its moving average. It's twelve month moving average. If it moves up over thirty two, it will be just above it. So that, that means that we have small risk there. Anne's been moving in an uptrend as well. What we like, cotton prices are going lower. That's going to help the retail 
the clothing stores. Uh, they've got good fundamentals going. And if Ann gets up above the 12-month, uh, again, moving average up over 32, uh, then uh, I can see it rising up to 2012 highs up near 39. And, of course, with that move, see that rising moving average will continue to rise under the price as long as Ann moves higher. So we can, again, use that as our stop. Okay. You have what you call the stop and go signs. Uh, is that based on what we talked about? Are there other things particular that go into a stop or a go sign on a particular stock? Well, the stop and go sign we're mainly using here is we, of course, the we want it to stay above the 12-month moving average. Now, I can throw in here, for people who like weekly charts, we use, and we talk about it in our book, we use the 14-week moving average, which is similar. It's similar. It's just a little bit tighter. And uh, they can also use the 14-week moving average as well. But when you get into a stock, you want the market in a go signal you want the stock to match your objectives, whatever those are, uh, and and you want or the ETF to match your your personal signals. Then you want again to evaluate the market. The market's in a good place right now. Whether it's going to pull back here soon, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I would think it would be a shallow pullback, uh, but but. Um, so you, you, again, you, you identify your risks and objectives, evaluate the market's conditions, which right now are very good, pinpoint your opportunities like the AM, like the AMATAC, and then make sure you know where that moving average is. And if it makes one or two closes below that, then perhaps you want to get rid of it and uh, wait to get back in at a better time. In about the two minutes we have or so left, you end with what you call investing with a winning mindset. What can you do with all the uncertainties and so on to have a winning mindset no matter what the market's doing? Well, one thing I've talked about a lot recently is, is and, and using it with this particular style of investing, is trading with a – you know what you have to do, Jordan, and it sounds like something, some woohoo thing from another part of the world. I talk about trading uh, with – do not become attached to the outcome of, of, of where your stocks go. And people say, are you kidding me? Of course I'm attached to it. I, I get that. But the more emotional we get over the stock market, the more emotional we get over uh, the particular stocks we own, uh, the more we hold a firm opinion, no matter what, of where we think the market should go, the more trouble we get into. Uh, we cannot know where the market's going to go next, and I don't care who it is. No one in the globe that I know of knows where this market's going next because we don't know what events are going to happen next. You know, we don't know there's going to be a tsunami in Japan. We don't know that there's going to be an oil spill in the Atlantic. Uh, and, and, and there are good things that we don't know about, too. So if we can stay de- emotionally, I should say, emotionally detached and just operate like a robot with our investments. We, we know the opportunities. We know the steps to get there. And then if we manage our risk with no emotion, that is the mindset that leads people to make the most money. We can't jump up and down and say, the market's wrong, the market's wrong, because the market, quite frankly, doesn't care what we think, 
and that's why we have to go to it with our own borders and our own rules, as I mentioned before, because it's Very just good. an entity. So Very good. Stay, right, stay so detached. Keep your emotion no out of emotion. it to some extent. <laughs> keep your emotion out of it. Very good. My guest has been Tony Turner. Uh, she's the president of Trendstar Group, uh, based in Irvine, California. Her website is Tony, T-O-N-I-Turner.com. And her new book is called Invest to Win, Earn and Keep Profits in Bull and Bear Markets with a Gains Master Approach. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Money Answer Show, Tony. Thank you for having me, Jordan. Thanks again, and we'll be back with another edition of the Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.